GM friends, welcome to episode 13 of Rug Radio NFTs Beyond the Floor with me, Ben the Greek, your host. Um, episode 13, unlucky for some, hopefully not, uh, means 12 episodes where we have zipped through the who's who building amazing projects in this space, shaping the future of Web3 tech, comms and storytelling. If you want to listen back to any of those episodes, head over to my profile, give me a follow, click on the link through to the Spotify podcast section where they are all hosted. We have been delving deep into some of the most exciting projects in Web3, bringing you a show that moves away from the review of the markets and the NFT gossip and really focuses on what founders and builders with intent are doing to develop the space. Our focus remains on the importance of storytelling in Web3 and the power of narrative to make projects unmissable. I don't get tired of saying that. Um, I open the series every Monday and Thursday at the same time, which is 9 a.m. Pacific, sorry, Pacific, you guys, uh, 12 midday Eastern and 5 p.m. here in the UK. Um, today on the panel with me, uh, I have Clemente, who is joining me in a little while. I have my good friend, Tom Youngs. Hello, Tom. Good day. How's it going, mate? Very well, mate. Very well, indeed. Yeah, it's... Uh, Monday, top of a new week. Looking forward to getting things moving. And uh, yeah, very good. Nice weekend. How about yourself? Had a great weekend. Thank you very much. Yeah. Um, bringing the energy. Start nice. of the week. Um, excited to learn more about crypto. Yes. Uh, a really uh, cool project, actually. One that uh, I was really fortunate. I was in uh, NYC, NFT NYC, and I went along to the gallery that they set up for that event. It was super cool. So we'll get into that a little bit more in time. Um, also have NFT Zerk coming live from a ferry somewhere on the Mediterranean. <laughs> yeah, mate. In the middle, in the middle of the Med in sunny Sardinia right now. But yeah, super keen to. Uh, you know, you can never miss a uh, a rug radio spaces with I'm you, Ben. Delighted that you've made it. Thank you very much. Um, so uh, yeah, we will uh, we'll say hello to Clemente when he comes up. I know he's in another call currently. Um, so yes, everybody, welcome. Um, last Thursday we spent an hour with Maurice and um, Maurice uh, and Ariel from Starcatchers, and I really enjoyed talking to them, particularly about what it meant to like encourage like creativity and the creative use of the IP from within the community and their approach, which I thought was really, really interesting to um, like ethics and generally being like good people in the space. They have a clear like approach to that, which is fantastic. And um, it was really good to speak with them today. Our guest joins us from a, a multifaceted project a project so we're talking art gallery we're talking a DAO and an nft project which is actually made up of 10 micro projects each represented by an activation in a different city throughout the world so this is one i've been really looking forward to as i said i met the team back in may in nft nyc so welcome to avi from crypto citizens and I'm waiting also for your colleague to join us as well. Hi, Avi. Hey, how you doing, Ben? Uh, I believe Amicia is in the Bright Moments account ah, right now. Ah, great. Yes. Apologies. Hi. Hey, how you doing? All right. Good, good. How yeah, very well, thank you. Great to have you with us today. Um, thanks so much for, for coming up. How are you both doing? We're doing well. Uh, I'm currently in Mexico City. Uh, working on the community build out for our, our next uh, our crypto mexas, the next the next part of uh, the crypto citizen story. And Amicia is currently uh, in our Venice gallery. Oh, very nice. And uh, and well, look, um, yeah, great to have you guys on the show. Really, really keen to learn a little bit more about um, you guys, your project, what you've been doing, what you've got coming up. It, this is one of the busiest projects in the nft space that is for sure very very quick admin 
the format of these spaces is intended to be pretty open. I have our panel of speakers. Um, obviously, you guys are guests. And for about 45 minutes, we will chat, ask some questions and take a deep delve into like your project and what you're up to. And then at the end of that, we'll invite a number of people up from the audience to give their view, ask a question, etc. So um, I guess the best place to kick off from that end is really, you know, can you give those who are listening in now a quick summary of Crypto Citizens uh, and the bright moments gallery, DAO, <laughs> um, the project, the art, the roadshow around the world and the utility. Like, just bring us up to speed on who you are and what you're doing. Um, yeah, I will do my best and uh, I'll lean on <laughs> Amicia for while, but... <laughs> Yeah. Um, but yeah, we started uh, over a year ago in Venice Beach, California. Uh, put yourself back then when it was quarantine, you couldn't really do anything. Uh, and the second you're able to do anything indoors in L.A., we started a in-person physical gallery where we display digital artworks uh, and gave away free NFTs called Crypto Venetians. Uh, this was intended to onboard people into Web3 and just kind of have a fun time and appreciate artwork. Uh, it slowly turned into uh, what we call the Crypto Citizens, which are our, basically our DAO tokens. We are on a 10-city tour around the world releasing a thousand generative characters called crypto citizens uh, that are each basically a seat at our DAO. Um, each city is voted on by the current holders. And since then, we've basically been, our first city was Venice Beach, California. Um, we've been to New York. We have a gallery there. Uh, Berlin, London, Mexico City is up next. And we have uh, our metaverse city called the Galacticans. Um, what we learned early on was that uh, IRL minting was perfect for generative art as well as the best way to explain and onboard people into Web3. It's very easy to tell people to get into the space and buy an NFT or start creating artwork, but it's a lot easier when you actually have a physical gallery um, and a team there to help uh, the process. Amazing. So IRL uh, minting. So we're talking about bringing people into the real world gallery or inviting them back to activations events uh exhibitions and helping them mint the project there and then live and in person yeah i'd like to add it was a bit of a happy accident in the sense that we started the gallery um and put out a sandwich sign that said free nfts and people initially were just walking in and in order to mint a crypto of nation you had to come into that gallery space or else you couldn't get one so over time this brought in since it's an art blocks project this brought in collectors from around the world and by the end of the summer people were flying in just to get one of these and that's when we realized this was actually the bread and butter of what we were doing this is something that people really really enjoyed was that aspect of coming in and the art being revealed to you um in person with a group of people who are also sharing that experience okay so and so that's Sorry, yeah. I interrupted you there, but it's a live reveal as well. Yes, it is. You come in at the time you would come in. Um, we have music playing and it was we had three screens up on the wall. And in a group setting, we would all go down and like help you. We'd send the token to the contract, get you on the art blocks website. And one of our team members would help you go through that process, um, especially if we onboarded you there that day. And you would walk out and see like from this back room and you would see on the screen your Venetian for the very first time and everyone would be cheering and clapping and it felt sort of like a ritualistic like group experience and people were very, very into it. Um, a really, yeah. really like um, immersive minting experience. Like if you think about how much it actually sucks to mm -hmm. follow a project and be really like integrated with the community and what's going on. But then, you know, as it certainly was, you know, back when NFTs and the mint process was really pumping, you know, that whole moment where they say, right, we're just going to close down all of the chat and you can all sit on a website refreshing it. And in <laughs> a minute you'll be able, like, how much does that suck? And so this really does actually feel like and sound like a much more immersive experience. Yeah, we've even... 
gotten to the point of since then we've created technology where you can just walk in with a QR code and you we will scan it and it will be minted. So we've made it so easy that like we just want you to come in and enjoy that experience of seeing the art for the first time. And that's fantastic. Yeah. So that's, you know, transferred over from crypto citizens to also being gen art projects by a lot of um, art blocks artists. Sure. And so, so yeah, yeah. T- tell us a bit more about the project then. Sorry to cut across you there, but like in, in terms of, okay, great gallery round the world tour, you can mint your citizens, but what does it mean to, what, 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 what's the project about essentially? What's the essence of the project? Um, yeah, we just want to create a space for artists and collectors to create artwork on site in the environment that was intended. Um, when people buy generative art, uh, typically it's online, you get a five second dopamine rush, uh, and that's about it. But there's so many people who are communicating on Discord and on Twitter, we figured why not create a physical space for the artist to Basically, for the collectors to come in, meet the artists, the artists meet the collectors, the collectors to meet each other, and also learn more about the project in an environment that is curated for the drop. Uh, the first case of this was in Venice Beach, where we work with Aaron Penne and Beretta for a project called Rituals. It was We had 200 uh, appointments for IRL minting. What we did was we sell ERC721 tokens that are, resemble a mint pass. And you can redeem that on site. People would fly out from around the world and they had a, a basically they'd be escorted around the block and they'd have a five to 10 minutes with a healer. They'd walk into a room that was completely white with a single screen hanging down from the, <clears throat> from the roof. And you'd be able to see what you generated and you'd be able to have it in the experience that was intended to really appreciate the artwork. A lot of the times now the hardware is not really accessible. And so we want to create an experience where the collector can actually see the art how it was intended. Very simply, I would say we see this as a true bridge between the traditional art world and the NFT art world. And at the end of the day, it really is just about the art and supporting the artists and creating a community of people who um, can meet the artists and actually have these meaningful experiences around the art outside of just this online marketplace. I love that. And so it creates a true connection with each art piece. Like a collector comes in and not only do they, you know, get to be a part of the community at the event, but they also get to interact with the artist and the artist will talk to them about the piece they minted. And it feels a lot more, um, you know, meaningful. And it, it sort of like, actually, I've noticed if you, you know, go to a museum or a gallery, a lot of people will just walk through and be on their phone and they'll look at it and be like, oh, cool. But at our events, I've noticed we've actually had the ability to really captivate people and get their attention and they will be looking at the screen and like really taking in the piece. And we've done a lot of prints as well. So I've actually noticed that we've been able to captivate people's attention on this art form in a way that I haven't seen in a long time. And so that's what feels really special. Amazing. And and that does, it does like having been to one of the events as well, really, really well attended event in, uh, in Manhattan and, there's some real engagement with the art, not just in a sense of like, um, uh, you know, standing back and appreciating it, but just very, very immersive, the the experience and the, you know, almost, well, as you would expect, right? A, a community of people meeting one another, sometimes I guess for the first time having spoken uh, or having, you know, been in discord together and things like that. Like it's really, really interesting then to see what those people are like when they come together and how much that, changes a typical art gallery experience which can sometimes be a little bit hushed and be a little bit more um mm-hmm. uh, I, I guess a, a quieter experience this i mean it was raucous and 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 i don't mean that in a negative <laughs> sense like it was but it was very very busy loud exciting lots of chat lots of drinks lots of you know lots of people really engaging with the the art as they minted it which is really exciting yes exactly and that's you know not only is that important for you know people as collectors to be able to have that experience but it really impacts the artists um we recently in venice beach had a show um with z jorge and he flew here from panama city and his collection we gave you know pre-sale access to crypto citizens so that's i guess part of the quote-unquote utility is that you get you know first access to all the gen art projects that we release but 
his passes sold out within 20 minutes and he was like completely speechless almost started crying and was just so excited that you know he had a community of people that really supported his work and that was the crypto citizens right like we're just building this community of people who appreciate the work are you know interested in coming to these experiences are interested in IRL community and you know just supporting artists and that's kind of what the essence is that's terrific okay well look guys before we press on um we've got a few more people in the room now which is fantastic um i would ask everybody who can uh if you could click on that little arrow at the top of the page at the top of the space uh share this with your community your followers that would be fantastic and then of course down bottom right there is that little speech bubble down there just drop us a comment in there these things do really affect the algorithm that twitter applies to twitter spaces uh, and will hopefully encourage more people to come and join us for the rest of this conversation so i'd be very grateful for all of you can do it we are here we're talking to the team avi and i'm so sorry i didn't catch your name properly amicia Amicia, thank you, Amicia. Appreciate that. So we're with Avi and Amicia from Crypto Citizens and Bright Moments Gallery. Um, guys, you are the first DAO that we've actually had on the show. We've been talking now for, well, this is the 13th episode, really exploring what it means to be a part of an NFT project and what the good people who are building the right things are doing. Um, as a DAO, like, just tell us a little bit more about the setup, the governance, how it's shaping the future of, I guess, NFT projects in the space, but more specifically your own project. Yeah. Um, essentially, we are, you know, an NFT denounced DAO. So our governance is solely based on the holders of crypto citizens. And that means you know many different things it's been it's been challenging in the sense of you know we aren't a normal you know we're not a company we we don't raise money from investors like if you want to invest in bright moments you have to buy crypto citizens and that has made this experience very unique and our way of helping us you know put on these events for artists is actually through the sale of golden tokens what we call golden tokens which enable you to mint a crypto citizen in our next city and so that has been very interesting Avi I'm sure you can speak a little bit more about that as well um, but a big part of this is the ability for citizens to vote on which cities we go to next so we don't really have a say in that either it's it's essentially up to you all to decide We'll put out five cities. We're actually doing this on Friday. The vote is live for our city's number seven. And it's up to the community to sort of, you know, bootstrap us across around the world, essentially. Amazing. Avi, did you want to add anything to that? Sorry. I mean, yeah. So the way that we distribute, basically the way that we get DAO members are people who have crypto citizens. So if you're a crypto citizen holder, you are a member of the DAO. The more citizens you have, the more voting power you have. We use tools like Snapshot and Mirror for voting. Uh, we have a governance portal and we communicate a lot on Discord. Um, but the interesting thing about our DAO model, besides it being, I believe, the only project that I am aware of where it's a fully um, NFT-backed, I don't want to say company, but essentially there is no traditional Web2 equity. Um, for example, most products have an NFT that re resembles a governance token and they have their own private equity that they, you know, take investments from VCs. Um, so that allows us to be a lot more free and just focus on the artwork. But more importantly, we get to meet all of our DAO members in person and our DAO members get to meet us. So every city we go to, we sell a third of the collection. So we sell 333 uh, citizens, basically, that we minted in that city uh, to fund the project. A third gets airdropped to current holders. And then a third gets distributed for free to the local community of that city. So that's currently why I'm in Mexico City right now. We hosted our first meetup last Thursday. We had over 100 people attend. Uh, and then we have our next, th every Thursday, basically, we have meetups in every single city that we exist in. Uh, and we're leading up to our event in November, where we will be able to meet all the locals, onboard them into wallets, and then have them join our DAO with an incredible uh, minting experience with the top collectors in the world. And that's the really powerful thing about our project 
and why even though this in this bear market we've been able to push forward is because the team knows us i mean the, the collectors know us we know our collectors we have a very special relationship and i've basically traveled the world and met many of our collectors in multiple countries uh having met them only a year ago that's fascinating sorry just one more thing i wanted to add is that in each city we go to we also um create a sub dow so when we um left berlin we organized um a sub dow based on some of the people that were really active in the community that we had met we conducted an interview process and actually hired two crypto citizen or crypto berliner holders to help actually activate and continue running that community for us since we are not based there as a team. So we have up and running sub DAOs in London and in Berlin right now. We're um, actually announcing our sub DAO was just set up today in New York and we're working on Venice. And so this actually allows us to leave a thriving and, you know, self-governed community in each city that we go to, to ensure that like there's, you know, it's continued continued community events and artist events in each place it's amazing and i've just got a very quick question and then i'll let i saw nft zerk had his hand off a moment ago but so let me just so you have dao members who will obviously contribute and essentially vote on decision making about particular things and we can get into that in a moment for the entire project but then also if you happen to own um and uh a londoner or a berliner or a uh, or one of the citizens from NYC, they can essentially make decisions or you know contribute towards the decision making process for things that are going on with their particular community, with the meetups that they'll be attending, with the artists that will be appearing in the galleries and the the events that are going on in that city. Correct. So your crypto citizen gets you governance over the Bright Moments DAO as a whole, and then your city specific citizen gets you governance over that specific location. Amazing. NFT Zerk, did you have anything you wanted to add, buddy? Hello. Yeah, that's super interesting. Really, really cool idea. Um, I've kind of like since been into NFTs, I've turned into this like fine art collector now. So uh, I'm sure you've seen it that people coming into these galleries originally didn't actually care about art, but NFT has been their gateway into that. And now they're addicted. Right. Um, my, my question was, how do you guys go around picking your artists that you select to, to create the projects, the demonstrative projects? How does that work? Um, we have different, um, like, so initially we started, we, we made the, uh, great decision to work with art blocks early on. Uh, so we found ourselves with, with, with IRL minting, we, we realized it's really special with generative art because you don't know what you're going to get. There's a reveal experience for the artist and the collector. Um, so that started us out with working with. Uh, a lot of art blocks curated artists initially, like uh, Aaron Penne, Beretta, I mean, Aaron Penne, uh, Jeff Davis, Tyler Hobbs, um, and so on. And then since then, we've been able to meet a lot, lot of uh, more generative artists in the space. Uh, for years leading up to NFTs, uh, the generative art community uh, has been very, very tight. They have like their own group chat that they've had for years. And so basically, we work with artists. Uh, they enjoy their experience they tell their artist friends or other the other coders uh basically hey bright moments is doing this special thing uh and we basically from the jump kind of went off of uh, i say like vibes but we basically have people come in and meet with us uh, and meet Mm -hmm. other artists that the artists we work with recommended uh now we started a really really cool program that is more accessible i think if you want to talk about our our artist residence program yeah um it's like Avi said, it's pretty, it's pretty simple in terms of curation. I guess it was, you know, Jeff Davis was our first show in Venice. We started hanging out with the Art Blocks team. Super amazing people. Um, they spread the word about what we're doing in their community, and we have since, you know, formed a lot of relationships with these artists. And it's primarily been Art Blocks artists, but we also, you know, meet other people through them um, that we've included in our lineups. And it's really, really cool just how, how easily and quickly the word has spread amongst this community and and we're just always so excited to work with them but we also recently launched a program called artists in residence where 
you know, this, this one for this month is actually from Berlin and he was found by our Berlin sub DAO. And what that means is our block is actually currently working on a new technology called the mobile minting. And you can actually come to a bright moments gallery in any location around the world and request a kernels mint. That is the name of the project. And you can come in and we will mint you a kernel piece for 0.1 ETH. And he is sort of acting as this month's artist in residence. So for the whole month of September, you have the ability to do that. And you can also bring friends. And if they open up a Coinbase wallet, we will give them a free kernels mint as their first NFT. So it's like a nice way to get the word out there about a new artist's artwork and also create a collector base for the artist. At the same time, we are onboarding people and giving people gen art in a like very fun, simple, easy way. Super cool. Cheers, guys. Thanks for answering. Yeah, great question as well, Zoe. Thanks for that. Um, the the premise of, of what we're trying to deliver here at NFTs Beyond the Floor is kind of built on our conviction that actually like a really, really well-told story or a really, really strong narrative is what sets an NFT project apart from, you know, the rest. Uh, you are obviously traveling the world and, and activating 10 cities across the globe, which is amazing. And that kind of stands out as your story. What's that? What has it been like creating a storyline around that? Like, you know, well, I'll, I'll leave it at that. What's it like creating a storyline around that premise? I mean, it, yeah, it's 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 uh, interesting. Our story has changed quite a bit over the time. I think uh, if you've been in this space for at least over a year now, that you've had a similar experience. Um, but we really didn't. We our our model basically our story kind of came from the cities we've been to and the people we've met along the way. Because initially we were just doing uh uh you know working with like one of one artists uh they do you know a, a nine piece collection that we do a an online auction for and then the next thing you know we're traveling the world uh minting generative art for the top collectors in the space but as well as people who is this is their first nft um also and so i mean mbc and i have been from the jump but it's basically like uh it's been a, it's been a rocket ship we've had a, a lot of a lot of stories and I'll let Misa explain it. It's 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 a complicated uh, how we got here, but I think she has a better uh, grasp on it. Awesome. Essentially, I I think what's interesting is that people have seen us, quote unquote, creating the story at the same time that the story has been created. Like they they came in the gallery in Venice, and we were like, okay, great, okay. People are really into these. Um, and then we'd huddle together and be like, maybe we should go to another city. Like it was so organic that it's actually kind of funny because that wasn't, it's not like we sat down and said, we're going to do a PFP project and here's the roadmap and this is what we're going to do and this is how we're going to do it. It was, oh, people like this and this is kind of working. Maybe we should keep going. And you know, seeing increased interest and realizing we had art blocks in our back pocket, it was like, wow, this is, we're creating something really, really cool. Maybe we should try this out in New York. And when it worked there, we're like, okay, maybe we should have these people vote on where we go and just keep going. And that's, I think what people enjoyed is that our team is super, if you come, you said, you, you know, you've been in and you've met us. We're all very like transparent about the fact that like we move all of our lives to each of these cities for a period of time for better or for worse. Like we all lived together in London and like, that was crazy. It was like a reality TV show, like eight people in a house. Like it's, it's our lives and people really enjoy coming and just hearing about our experience living in these different cities and creating these art shows. You know, it's like, outside of just creating a story like we're living the story and i think that's also speaks to the nature of the project which is that like irl connection and community like that we are there to build that and and people really resonate with that and the story is sort of us you know bootstrapping our way around the world not with investor money not as a company but with the help of people in our community and that's i think really cool i 
completely agree. It's very, very cool. And I think, um, yeah, it's it's striking, actually, how we started this show really focusing on projects that had a story, like, you know, like you could have written it in a book, like a storybook. And and what we've moved on to and what we've what we've and how we've ended up is is with actually with projects where the people, the founders, the builders, the artists, the community become the story. And that's something that I hadn't even considered when when I was kind of coming up with the idea for the show. And yet it feels so much more, as you put it, organic. It feels so much more like engaging. And so I think it's a great answer. And thank you. Um, tell us about the work that you're featuring in your gallery at the moment. Um, you're obviously you're in Mexico City now, Avi. Like, how is it there? What's the weather like? And, uh, and, and what are you featuring? Yeah, we are coming out of rainy season out here so it's been it's been incredibly beautiful the the real thing is not to worry about is the weather but the earthquakes um there has been like a four in the past two weeks or a week i should say but um (laughs) but uh it's i guess it's very common here this time of year um so i'm just going with the flow uh stay safe abby (laughs) thank you um but yeah for mexico city we're working with quite a few artists um, but also in between shows, uh, in be- before Mexico City, we have a couple shows planned. We have basically a show, basically planned every single week, um, and then we re- we have an event with FX Hash this Thursday in, in Venice. Um, but for Mexico City, we have a ten artists we're working with: Ana Lucia, Dan Calderon, Iskra, Marcelo, Monica Rizzolo, uh, Pixel Fool, Snowfro. Stefano Contiero, William Pon, and Zach Lieberman. Um, so we kind of have a big range of generative artists. And uh, we will also be working with a couple artists from Mexico City as well for our residence program, as well as another collection that we'll be dropping. Um, these are all artists. Some of them we've met along the way. Some of them were recommended to us by other Artblocks artists. Um, and yeah, it's like a, it's going to be a four-day a minting event uh, with uh, workshops and panels. So our collectors will be coming in from after Marfa. So there's an Artblox event in Marfa. They'll be flying out to Mexico City along with the locals we find here. Uh, and they'll be minting over four days in a beautiful location called Prim. Uh, ETH Mexico is just there in that space. Um, and we have our team basically building out all the hardware and the tech to basically have the most incredible uh, minting experience. Our, our vision board for uh, reference is a dolly. So um, <laughs> we're going to try to get as, uh, as crazy as we can get it. And wow. to your point earlier, you said you came to New York and you really liked the minting experience. Something that our collectors have learned along the way and has been really fun is that every single mint we do and every city we go to is completely different from the last. Uh, New York was like a traditional Soho gallery. Berlin, we rented out an 85,000 square foot power plant called Kraftwerk, uh, and we throw like raves basically. And then in London, we had a very posh setting. We had a location on Albemarle and Mayfair, and we have our community center as well in Soho Square currently. Wow. Okay, in London now, the, the Soho Square one. Yeah, so we have uh, Spongenuity, who is a really talented, if you look at my profile pic, uh, that is a spongenuity piece that he basically used with a stencil. Uh, and he is currently running our London subdial. Um, but yeah. Amazing. Yeah, I saw yeah, that being created. Yeah. I will. I will. Maybe I'll meet a few of the guys here. A few of the, the co-hosts and the speakers are, are also yes. Brits. So maybe we can head <laughs> over and go and have a beer over there. That sounds excellent. Please. Every Thursday we have meetups. Um, also, quick, quick note, the FX hash event, I would say is a pretty big deal. It's their very first um, event in the United States. So outside of Europe, which they're very excited about. So if anyone um, in the space lives in LA, I encourage you to come and check out our, our event in Venice Beach, we're gonna have some workshops um, by some very well known generative artists about coding and a beautiful drop by Peter Pasma. Um, and this is our first time actually doing an event with FX hash as well. So this sort of marks like we were talking about the curation. This marks a new territory for us. And we're very excited. Great. I've pinned the um, the lineup at the top of this space. So, guys, I would implore you all give Bright Moments a follow. Check out this. And if you're 
if you're in town, <laughs> then then head over and see what they're up to. Um, uh, let's move on to let's move on to like culture, and and I don't just mean culture as in being a gallery. I mean as in like the culture that you're building within your team and that you're delivering through your project. I personally <laughs> purchased one of my favourite bits of NFT <laughs> of NFT merch at your NYC event. It's like a plain black t-shirt with the crypto venetians thing on the back um and the reason it's my favorite is not just because of the great branding but actually just the quality like it's the best mm. t-shirt i've ever purchased and that, that's a weird thing to talk about um but it feels like the standards you guys set are incredibly high you've talked about like the people you're working with the the minting process the merch that you guys have pulled together like tell us about what it means to step set standards for you guys and how that culture is created and reinforced in the team yeah well um i'm really glad you said that because we actually have luke uh watson in the chat here and he does our merch so ah. he must be super psyched um <laughs> yeah well that is thank you first off but i I appreciate that you said that because we care so much about, you know, what people take away with them from not only to experience, but obviously even just coming down to the merch, like he got that, at, he put the merch into the Supreme work shop, you know? So that's why it's very nice quality. And to add to the design, we have a creative director who is, he settles for nothing but perfect. If perfect exists, he is the, you know, creator of the crypto citizens he's a pixel artist but he actually was at google before this and he is one of the smartest people i know he has extreme attention to detail and and is very you know he i can't even begin to, to describe our team just cares so much about how things feel how things look we're all creators at the same time as we are technical and you know there's only 20 about 20 of us which is pretty wild for how much we pull off, but I think that's why we do it so well because we all are like deeply in sync, always communicating, always making sure that things are top of the line and are to the best of the ability. Like the event in Mexico City is actually, we're getting help from a festival called Mutech. I'm not sure if anyone's familiar, but it is one of the biggest music festivals in the city. And we, you know, somehow found the producer and director he was just here in venice i had dinner with him last night and he is helping us put together nft art cdmx which just speaks to the fact that we care so much that we got the best of the best to help us put this on and that's because we don't want to half-ass a you know an event to this scale we want people to leave feeling like i've never been to something like that i have never experienced art in that way and in order to do so, you have to really leave an impression that's meaningful. And so we put all of our care and detail into this. Like I said, you know, we're all moving here for a month and obviously they're amidst earthquakes to ensure that we get a community built. So, you know, it just comes down to all of us. It's not, you know, it's not a startup. It's not a company. It's like a project that we all are like just throwing all of our love and care into. Amazing. Uh, Avi, I don't know if there's anything you wanted to add to that or if, if uh, she nailed it there, I think. <laughs> I think she nailed it. I, uh, another thing you asked about, uh, as far as like, yeah, our our standard is, yeah, Amicia nailed it. It's basically, we have an amazing team that has a lot of really, design is everything. I mean, people are, you know, flying out around the world and we, and to cities to meet us. It would not be a successful project if they showed up and it wasn't, the most incredible trip of their life um and to the culture of the team uh we live together we sleep together we basically like, to eat together we're all like basically <laughs> we spend the entire year um just traveling the world uh hanging out with just each other because it's a very complicated once you start hanging out with other people and explaining what you do um but we're basically a family and we've traveled we had the most incredible experiences, the highs, the lows, um, and it's a very unique. Uh, it's very unique because we're not a company. There is no like labels or titles. Um, like you were asking me, what's my title? What's Amicia's title? It's like I don't know, depending on what we're doing. <laughs> um, 
but we are yeah we, yeah amisha and i were friends before we started this before we started bright moments with seth uh her mom christy like it's a it's like a we're like uh we've all a lot of us knew each other and the people that we've brought along the way have basically been a part of it uh you see in the mm-hmm. in the uh group here we have get pancake down there he's a developer we met in berlin uh who is from the uk and i've been living with him for the past couple months uh and uh that's kind of how it works you join bright moments it's a it's a it becomes your life and uh it's a an incredible incredible time to uh and people that we get to work with all the time yeah awesome i like that i love that in fact and and you know it's very very important you have to trust and and really appreciate what the people you're working with are pushing for and it needs to be really synced up. So that's amazing. I'm curious guys, because, uh, you know, space in Mayfair, space in Soho square space in, um, you know, this place in Mexico city with the kind of partnerships that you're talking about, like they sound like quite expensive IRL events. So I'm just trying to kind of understand the model a little bit. I appreciate you have the minting, the secondary, some cool merch, but is there other stuff that's going into this in terms of like capital or sponsorship or, you know, how, how are you, what's the model look like for what you're doing? Yeah. We, we, yeah, we still want to <laughs> Yeah. So um, basically when you just to just start out, when you were in Venice and you wanted to come to New York and mint a crypto New Yorker, what we did was we sold 200 um, to- tickets in the form of NFTs called Golden Token New York for two ETH a piece. So, if you you know bought one of those, that that four hundred ETH raised went towards you know renting out a space in New York, renting out an apartment for the team, creating the um, event, and sustaining the rent of the gallery. And same thing goes for Berlin. We sold 200 tickets um, to Berlin and in the form of, you know, Golden Token Berlins, which was a, an NFT. And we sold those for two ETH a piece, put that money again towards renting craft work, get building it out. And, you know, along the way, we obviously had like secondary and royalties. Um, and we also had an investment from USB. They bought in in the form of crypto citizens and then we yeah just kept going so in each city when we release these golden tokens that actually acts as us raising the money to create the space create the experience and house the team so we end up usually going through it and having to redo it each time which can be stressful but we really enjoy it because that kind of like is what keeps pushing us forward to like keep doing better keep doing more because we want people to keep coming back and experiencing this because again we put everything we have into it so part of it is like it's expensive yes but we want to continue doing this in the way that we're doing it not by you know going going backwards we are fully web three we're not gonna have investments we're gonna just do it the way we think is how we should i don't know it's, it's incredible no no it's great i mean it's a brilliant answer you know it's a little bit of me was expecting you to say oh well actually there's a you know there's a a, a vc or there's a, a real keen sponsor in the background that's helping us out with it that kind of thing just because of the nature of like these events and you know i attended the nyc when i know what that means in terms of like investment but the fact that you guys are self-funding it through the support of your community like that's unreal actually it's a really really impressive thing yeah our, and our, yeah our team like to you know obviously the market has been down but the team our team we all get paid in ethereum and we all collect these artworks and we uh are basically really invested in the the vision of bright moments and in generative art in general um we also work with amazing artists and when we yeah. do shows with them we give them 70 percent and then we take 30%, which is unconventional for galleries where it's usually a 50-50 split at least. Um, and a lot of that goes into the production of a city. So when an artist wants to have an incredible uh, experience for their minters, we basically deliver and whatever it takes. 
And that allows us to yeah, continue working with good artists and continuing to get a good collector base is what will help us sustain this project. Well, yeah, I mean, part of it is the fact that in order to access um, the lineup you have pinned to the top here, in order to access the IRL event, but also just to mint one of the their pieces, you need to have a crypto citizen and a golden token. So that sort of acts as our way to like incentivize people to continue helping us out is like here in order to, you know, come to Mexico City and and mint one of these pieces, you need to help us along the way. And, you you know, like that funds our experience. And so the artists will. Yeah, again. So when we did the sale two weeks ago, we took 30 percent and give the artists 70 percent. Um, and that helps us as well. But again, it's all self self-funded so it's a very unique experience well and and so how are you finding that experience then because you know you've committed to delivering 10 micro collections within a collection have you found it challenging to like keep coming back to this process with appreciate your you're broadening your reach with every city that you land in but you're still somewhat um you know looking at the engagement of your your existing, I guess, customers, it's a horrible way of putting it, community, let's call it community, because that's the right word, sorry. Um, but, you know, how are you finding it now? Like, you know, however many months into this process that you are, is it is it still um, happening as quickly and with as much uh, energy as it was to begin with? And do you think you can keep that up for the full 10? Yeah, uh, yes, <laughs> I'm. I am confident that we can, and I've noticed that it's actually just built. It's been building more and more and more. Um, it started out with what I felt like was more of a, um, I guess, sort of like quote unquote degen community, mm-hmm. and it's moved to a art blocks kind of based community. Um, a lot of obviously original people that we were with, but I've noticed that just based on where we've headed and sort of direction direction that we've taken things in and the people we've met along the way our community has become more and more engaged in you know the artwork and that means continuing to come with us to each city and meet the artists and if you've been with us to an experience I think you you know that it's something really unique and so I think that's kind of helpful in the sense that I know people see the value in what we're doing and I'm confident that they will continue to come to the events and, you know, want to mint these incredible artists work and the artists have been so amazing to work with. And I feel like we've just built such a strong community at this point that, you know, we always say we'll start a meeting off with like, we're getting to 10 cities, no matter what happens. So we'll see. <laughs> I love it. Um, but uh, Avi, uh, uh, sorry, I, I didn't mean to put you guys on the spot with that, but it just, you know, it's a hell of a lot of momentum to keep going and and so i just i wondered if you know because the rest of the nft market has struggled right and so what has it been like to continue uh you know building momentum during this very very challenging market yeah i mean people are excited to pick the city um and also people who have minted with us in one city come to a second city and then it'd be kind of you 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 build a whole like friend group better i mean a lot of us probably uh, our friend groups changed a lot once we started collecting NFTs because, you know, you don't want to have to answer all those questions or, uh, you know, explain why you bought a JPEG that's worth, you know, <laughs> with your internet money. Um, but, but yeah, it's like to, we, we have a, a, a nice opportunity where we're able to A-B test with every city we go to, um, which most projects can't do. We also know our collector base. So a traditional party will just drop 10,000 or however many however many pieces online never meet face to face they never really truly understand the project and many of them that are just there to flip it um, whereas with our project uh, it's a lot of people's first nft and people get really attached when you bid something irl from what we've seen we've done projects where half the collections done irl half of it's done online and the collect the pieces that were minted irl uh people hold there's not a lot of volume on it and there's a reason for that because they had a more meaningful experience and a connection to the artwork. Uh, and so that's kind of what we helps us be sustainable, as well as our distribution model. We sell a third to fund the city. A lot of that demand comes from the artists that we work with in that city. 
Uh, a third gets airdropped to current holders. Uh, for example, I had a friend who bought a Londoner. Uh, I was with him the other night. He checked, uh, went to our portal. He saw he won a CryptoMexa. And so he'll be coming out to mint with us. Amicia just posted a video the other day of her friend who basically was able to come to almost every single city to mint. And she has never spent a dime at Bright Moments. And that's the beauty of the project, as well as all the 334 Me uh, people from Mexico City uh, who will be minting with us will be coming in. They won't be spending a penny. They'll be coming in and having a full experience. And hopefully that will onboard them into the space to either contribute in the sub doubt or if they're a collector, enter the space. Uh, we're also seeing a big um, influx of people from the traditional art world who are looking to invest in digital artwork to go by the route of generative art. Um, as this market has kind of taken a downturn, generative art and art blocks have seemed to hold their demand and their uh, their okay. floor, so to say. Um, in London, we were able to have two pieces in Philips Auction House, um, and we're seeing a lot of that demand enter. And obviously, if you're trying to enter into generative art, uh, Bright Moments is the best way to get a grasp of what is actually happening. Yeah, that's fascinating. And, and you know, really bucking the trend. And yet I can completely see like the, the way the narrative is playing out for you guys and, and, and the ability to onboard more people month by month. It's just such a different approach. You, you wind up with 10,000 NFTs in your collection, but they've been bought over this like extraordinarily longer period. Uh, and yet all the while you've built momentum, which just completely tips pretty much every other PFP project on its head. So it's um it's a really, really interesting concept and delighted to talk to you about it. Like, what what challenges have you experienced in the NFT space to date then? What's been the, the most challenging scenarios you've had to deal with? I think the most challenging, which maybe you can already tell by how many different elements of the project we've had to explain, is people getting it and understanding what it is we're trying to do. Yeah. And honestly, I, I think we've all gotten to the point that we're like, okay, if you don't get it, I'm sorry. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of like you'll figure it out if you come to an event. But until then, I don't feel the need to explain ourselves as much because it really is just about, you know, art and community and, and creating that, that, like I said, bridging traditional art world with NFT art. Um, is is the name of the game and i think yeah the challenge in the space has definitely been people getting it uh -huh. and i mean obviously i'm sure you can speak to other things yeah. but i mean she's selling herself short we are I, we are definitely irl first but amicia just did we just revamped our entire website so hopefully it's a lot easier yeah. the reason why it's hard to explain is besides sort of the obvious of just being in this in the space is that we our collectors are either it's their first nft or it's their thousand NFT and so we have these two different collectors we have this like bright moments brand and we have these crypto citizens and we've basically been able to find our voice after Berlin when we lent we basically went full in on generative art um but it's funny story uh before after New York uh like it was like January 2022 I believe it was or even before then we're like what are the big things that can that are like the biggest things we should be aware of and we're like COVID outbreak again, another COVID outbreak, a world war, or ETH going down, going to zero. And I think all three basically happened. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're in danger. Yeah, we had Omicron. Uh, there was Ukraine war had just broken out, and we were going into Berlin. So a lot of, you know, we were nervous that, you know, people from America would be scared to, to travel out there. Uh, and then ETH went to 1,000. So, uh, and we're still here. And so I think... Those three uh, far-fetched uh, examples that actually ended up happening, uh, if that didn't knock us, uh, you know, I think we're in a good space. Amazing. Yeah, really good shout. Clemente. Hey, thanks, Ben. Um, yeah, this has been really, really interesting um, as far as listening to this. Uh, to be honest, guys, I mean, it sounds like your your target model, your target audience has kind of shifted and it started out with, you know, more of these DJs, more of these people um, speculating on it a little bit more. But as this grow, as this has grown and as you've met and gotten more connected within the space, you've been able to reach a possibly the, the target market that you're looking to get into, which is genuine art collectors that are in for these physical experiences and they can access that through these 
different NFTs um, is kind of what it sounds like. And, and to me, the idea of like, hey, if you don't understand it, um, obviously knowing and, and being aware of the fact like, hey, we need to do as good of a job explaining this as possible. But maybe the people that don't understand it necessarily from what you're saying is kind of like, hey, maybe you're not exactly who we're looking to onboard or bring on to our collection. Um, and it doesn't necessarily sound like that's that's an issue considering you're still expanding this collection and, and bringing value to people along the way and keeping them engaged. Yeah, I mean, I it's also just about like the point of it is to come in person. And if you don't understand based on seeing our Twitter, um, then maybe it's more ideal that you come in and meet the team and have an IRL mint. We're making that more, you know, more and more easy to do. Um, as we have shows in other cities almost every week. So like if you happen to live nearby, like we would like you to come in because that sort of helps you understand. But yeah, I guess if if someone thinks it's a bit so I don't know. I mean, obviously we want anyone and everyone to join our community that's interested, but sometimes it can be hard to explain. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was just more of a focus of like we try to ex it's, it's complicated when you have a discord, you have people who use Twitter, you have people who go to websites and email we do all of that and we bend over backwards basically to explain this to every single person. I know just in the past week with our artists in residence, we've, uh, we've given around a hundred people their first NFT. Um, we've given uh, thousands away and uh, you know, for their people's first NFTs have basically been, you go to people's walls and it's a, their first one was a crypto Venetian and the next thing you know, they started collecting other artwork. Um, but yeah, it is tricky. But that's why we try to say IRL first, and we're also finding our voice. It's it's like, like we said before, this is a story that it gets basically built by the community, and you know, it's something that's it's, that's a a challenge for us. Yeah. Well, one last thing I did have, Ben. Sorry, not to ask another question. No, um, carry on, dude. With, with within the scalability part, I mean, it definitely sounds like as you you build this community, as you continue to grow this thing out and expand. I know one of the things you guys mentioned, you have a team of around 20. Um, and it sounds like you guys are, are are busy as hell trying to put all these things together. Is there maybe a fear of like, hey, how, how scalable is this? Considering that once you bring more people on and throw these these bigger events and, and get the, connect with these bigger venues and scale, that the cost is going to go up and that the amount of new collections that you're minting or revenue that you're raising is not enough to possibly meet these the scaling parts that you're looking to get into now while you're hiring more people? Um, I mean, yeah, that's definitely something that we're aware of. Uh, but I think that if anything, we've been, the event space, the event business is very different and it was new for us. Um, but having done this, uh, like quite a few events, we've actually been able to be more efficient with how production gets built out, working with teams instead of it, you know, it used to just be that we were the production team. Um, but we learned that, you know, hiring a production team or working with a local city production team is super helpful. Um, and then as yeah. we found is that our, a lot of our collectors are in this space and they are more than willing to help out. Um, obviously we're very aware of, you know, for scaling for us, the way that we see it is with our local sub DAOs. So awesome. in Berlin, we just did an event with High Cinebiety and me, Amicia and our basically entire core team had nothing to do with that. And that was our way of kind of like giving creating a more decentralized i guess decentralized scaling if you will of what bright moments will be able to do uh in, a, in venice we had an event the other day i wasn't there i didn't need to be there and that was a nice aspect of it yeah and also i mean part of it is i personally i mean i'm not sure we don't know but our event that we threw in berlin i was just looking at videos because it was one of the best experiences of my life was maybe it was it was insane like it was i think we had about eleven thousand people come over the course of the 10 days that we had the event and we had a huge production like huge and we had the best lighting designer in the world helping us and that was something i don't know if we'll do that again like that was insane honestly and part of it too is like when you travel you know i don't we don't expect that everyone can come with us. Like our next city is going to be in Asia. Right. And so like, I'm not sure how many people from LA and New York are going to be able to make it IRL, but obviously like locals to, let's say we end up in Seoul can come. 
And so I think it sort of ends up balancing the scale in the sense that like there might not be an event that we expect that many people to come through again. Right. And each city is very different. So just because we, like I said, want to get better, that doesn't necessarily mean we have to get bigger. Right. So like in London, we had a very small gallery and that was the city following Berlin, which was monumental. So it sort of depends. Awesome. Guys, I'm super aware of time. I've already kept you for an hour and three minutes, and I like to keep these things around the hour mark. So I've got one last question, and then I'm going to invite people to just uh, request to come up. I've already got one requester who's been waiting patiently. If anyone wants to come and ask the guys a question before we finish up, that would be great. My question to you guys is, if you could go back and tell yourselves (laughs) the most important thing to remember based on what you've learned so far in this space and along this journey, like what would that be and why? Oh, good question. Um, <laughs> it is a big question. And I, so wait, I, sorry, can you, can you say it one more time? Yeah, yeah, oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, no, like if you could go back in time now and ask yourself a question, uh, or sorry, not ask yourself a question, and give yourself a piece of advice based on what you've learned for the last, like, you know, 12 months what would it be and why um yeah for me it's i mean besides we're buying fidenzas um (laughs) it would (laughs) it would definitely be the importance of like giving wealth and like we have this we have like these three phases for when we go to a city the the pre-mint the mint and the post-mint uh due to kind of how uh we started to you know giving away nfts the education before giving someone an NFT is super important. And it's hard to do because you do need to spend a lot of time with them. Um, and that's something that we, we kind of did really well in Berlin. But, you know, early on, it's like you can give someone an NFT and they have this amazing moment, but there's so much knowledge besides for like the technology and the artwork, but also like how to use it, how do you display it and how do you, how would you sell it? How would you accept offers? All that kind of stuff is like, will be is getting easier and easier and easier as as you know companies are building you know cleaner ways of displaying nfts and uh you know it's it's not as uh, you don't get to see how the sausage is made um but that's something that we've been we struggled with at first but i think we've been able to kind of build on or like so to say in these in these upcoming cities um but that was something i'd say we'd focus on is we very focused early on on just the minting experience um when we should have focused a lot, a lot of time as well on also the pre-mint. And I think that's super important. Yeah, really interesting. And, and uh, not, you're not the first to have said that. And uh, I think that's, um, yeah, really, really fascinating. Thank you. Um, I'm going to invite Moon Dogs to come up and say hello and uh, ask a question. And then I think we'll finish up at that point. So Moon Dogs, hello. You are connecting. You are now a speaker. Hello, Moon Dogs. I had a feeling. Okay. Well, look, um, guys, it has been fantastic to speak with you. Um, I want to say thank you to Clemente and Tom and Zerk. Zerk has dropped down. I imagine the uh, the ferry crossing has got a bit choppy there. But thank you, guys. Appreciate your time. Yeah, absolutely. Guys, uh, to be honest, this is my one of my first few experiences with, uh, with DAOs and exploring this type of business model. It this has been a big learning experience for me and I, I honestly want to can't wait to dive in deeper and, and really figure out, um, learn more about what you guys are doing because I think this is incredible and I think this will be a case study for a lot of these types of projects going forward. So thanks so much Definitely. for being here. I agree. Tom, great to see you. Yeah, really, really appreciate that. And as some of you may know, I'm kind of a bit of a personal interest in DAOs as well as, um, as an interest in kind of like, you know, the high-end art scene. I think it's one of the best use cases of NFTs that we've seen. Uh, so an amazing to, to, to hear about the story about you pulling together people and helping people enter enter the, the Web3 space and NFT space in kind of like the most uh, incredible way through some sick parties. So incredible to hear. Great stuff. So yeah, Avi, and I'm so sorry, I'm not going to try and pronounce your name and get it wrong because I don't want to embarrass myself. It was <laughs> I oh, missed the... Amicia. <laughs> Amicia. Thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for both of you. Really, really appreciate your time. Good luck in Mexico. Um, have a have an amazing uh, event there, and and just thank you so much for joining us. 
Yeah, thank, thank you, you for, for having, having us. us. Yeah, <laughs> great. So, guys, this um, this pro- this show will has been recorded, so it will be on Twitter immediately after this, and I will post a post. Um, but also, um, I will be downloading it and uh, including it in our Spotify podcast series. So look out for that. I'll also share a link with the guys from Crypto Citizens and Bright Moments. <clears throat> really, really nice segue here uh, from Mexico City to um, our favorite Mexican artist. Um, Pablo Stanley is joining us ne- on Thursday, and he is going to be talking about uh, Humankind, his upcoming project, um, an art project, and now would appear to be NFT project. Uh, although that was uh, released only very recently. Um, Really looking forward to speaking with Pablo uh, on Thursday. So please join us. Um, Appreciate all of you for coming out again. Thank you. Have a wonderful evening. And uh, yeah, take care, everyone. Pablo is actually doing one of our workshops in Mexico City. So definitely. Awesome. (laughs) Great. Well, hadn't planned it, but a great segue. Guys. Thank you for your time. Have a wonderful evening. Stay safe in the earthquakes, Avi, and uh, see you all soon. Thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye.